Welcome to the MinMaxed Podcast. We want to thank you for joining us and you do so as we continue the Extinction Curse. Putting this at the beginning of the episode seemed to work well last week, so let's try it again. Come join our Discord, where you can talk to us and other listeners of the show about all kinds of nerdery. We want to give a big thank you to our patrons on Patreon. I also want to start reading off every new patron that we might get over the course of a week, but if I'm going to do that, I should also go through every patron that we currently have. So, today, I'm going to do that right now. So that means a big thank you to our first ever patron, World Eater, then Benzie, you suck up, Aiden K, Elise Lee, who's really active in our Discord, Ryan T, the whole Southern Tom Foolery crew, check out their Starfinder actual play if you haven't, Zach, Adam, Emily, and Heath. Fellow Southern Minnesotan Blardimus Slump, Alex K, Tristan H, Joshua B, Nicholas N, Jacob B or Wolf in our Discord, Eric C, Freeman 5200, Natasha also active in our Discord, Nick C, Jason K, another big part of our Discord, and our newest patron Frank L. Now, I know more of you are in our Discord than I mentioned, but I couldn't figure out how to figure that out. But hey, BP and FL and any others that I missed, you know who you are and you're awesome. Thank you all so much for helping keep this show going. And now, a recap of Session 37. After we go back to camp, heal up, and rest a bit, we decide to go sell and buy things. When we return to the dangerous plot, yes, we're still there, we find a big log with a couple centipede swarms. We reluctantly kill them. We then find an old abandoned fort with some Isaki on the run. Red on the run. We befriend them and hire one who's a juggler. She talks a lot, but she's endearing. The dangerous plot cleared, we head back to the camp. It was still pretty early. It'd be like lunchtime right around now, I would think. Ellie comes up. Welcome back. So nice to have you guys back here. Um, somebody came to talk to you, and he's over by the tent where the tent is going to be put up. Could you go talk to him? He's not a mayor, is he? No, he's he has a guard outfit on. I don't know. He, he has bubbles with him. Oh. I'll go talk to him. Yes. Why don't we all go talk to him, or at least Peach Pie and I? I was going to say, as you guys start walking the other direction, she grabs Jeb's, like, elbow, like, around the elbow, and, like, starts walking the opposite direction. Didn't you rebuff her advances at one point? (laughs) Basically. I told her to chill. She's still trying. She might have chilled a little bit. What, she wants to talk to me? Or she's just trying to, like, hit on me how far no, down does she have to bend over to grab his elbow? Uh, he's a dwarf, dude. <laughs> no, she's not. She's a human. <laughs> she's a human. I thought she was a dwarf. No, she's a human. <laughs> I don't like her at all anymore. <laughs> she doesn't even have a beard. She doesn't even have a beard. No, she actually just wants you to have lunch with her and Mr. Tuckles. Take How sweet. I'm hungry. Let's go. Fantastic. And she goes to sit around the fire where the... Uh, cook making up some lunch wizard while moonlight and peach pie are going to talk to the man who brought bubbles in what will you do yeah i'll go wander around um yeah you sneeze violently a few times in a row i feel like he's starting to think he might be sick is there a medic around that he could talk to well funny you should mention that no she was your last character and she's dead now Circus hasn't actually officially replaced the medic. 
That's your job now, Wiz. <laughs> I have to like heal people? I, I can't do that. I have a three to medicine. That's, that's what's up. So Moonlight and Peach Pie walk over to where the, the bundles for where the big top are. You guys see a familiar face. Uh, this is the yes. guy who showed you your plot. Male human deputy constable. Smiley. Derek. His name's Derekus. Yes, Derekus. Derekus is standing there, and uh, Bubbles is sitting on the ground, cross-legged next to him, looking honestly really hungover. And he's wearing his clown makeup. Derekus looks a little, little grumpy, having to stand here wait. When he sees Peach Pie and uh, Moonlight coming by, he goes, "Ah, oh, guys, go oh, jeez." we waiting for like an hour for you guys. Well, slots to do around here. Sorry. No, that's that's fair. I mean, the, the, the plot's messy. You got to clean it up. How's everything coming along? You guys uh, clearing it out and getting rid of any, you know, dangers and stuff like that? As you can see, it's looking better. True. It got is looking of, better. Got rid of some wolves, some slimes, some oh. wisps. Okay, okay. So there were some slimes in the swamps. You know, I'd heard stories, but uh, you took care of them, yeah? It started as one, then became three. <laughs> I hear that's kind of how slimes work. Uh, so glad that wasn't me. Anyways, so I came here because this guy, and he jabs his thumb down in Mr. Bubbles' direction, who, when you look again, he looks like he might be sleeping, just like sitting up. This guy... I kind of found in a ditch. Well, I didn't find him. One of the constables brought him to me, and he's wearing his clown makeup, and he definitely isn't wearing the Celestial Menagerie garb, so I kind of figured he was one of yours. So is this one of yours? Yes. Yes. I suppose we can claim him. Ah, okay, great. So two things. I didn't find anything on him. But he reeks of Pesh. I don't know if you're aware. Pesh is super illegal here. I asked him where his tent was, and he just kind of mumbled at me a bunch. So I'm going to just assume that I can trust you guys to keep this guy out of trouble. Because if I find that there's, you know, a new injection of Pesh that's happening in the area, we're going to have to have words. If you ever find him with Pesh... Feel free to lock him up. Oh, great. And then we'll find you guys as well. We'll execute him if that's what you do. Well, not really. That seems a little drastic for a, for a pesh head. <laughs> Usually we just throw them in the clink until they, you know, withdraw themselves out of it and then throw them back into the streets. Well, come to think of it, they usually come back after a few weeks. That's beside the point. If he that's a thing, just know that we're going to have to search the whole grounds for any illegal activities or illicit substances. I'm going to let this one slide for now. Okay, you guys are new in town. Uh, I brought by... He's got this little book he brought with him. I brought by a little quick... Just these are the things that are outlawed in Escadar. These are the things you can't do. Uh, I figured I'd give this to you in case you weren't aware. I don't know if circuses just like do whatever the hell they want when they're out on the road. But in town, we've got some rules you got to follow, okay? So, please, look this over. And he hands it over to Moonlight. I wish I was there to tell him he used to be a lot cooler. 
<laughs> I was gonna say. Derek is first comes in all fucking friendly. Now he's coming in with the law. Defund the god. <laughs> all gods are bastards. <laughs> Peach Pie will bend down, and I'm assuming that Bubbles is wearing like clown suspenders. Yes. Peach Pie reaches down and grabs the back of Bubbles' suspenders and picks him up by the suspenders and then starts to walk away with him with Bubbles bouncing up and down with each step that Peach Pie takes by his suspenders. <laughs> uh, Peach Pie, give me a perception check. Okay. 29. Mr. Bubbles looks up at you, winks, and then slumps back over again. Don't cause us any trouble, Bubbles. He just he doesn't say anything. Then uh, that leaves Derekists and uh, Moonlight standing there, and he's like, "So, you guys uh, open in like a week and a half. I'm really excited to see what you got. Any any uh, plans on advertising or like how you gonna promote? What's your plan there?" Well, haven't looked at the book yet, but as long as it's not illegal, we plan on hitting the streets to drum up some business. That's what I like to hear, Moonlight. You got the right idea. Well, hey, if you need anything at all, if you got any questions about the book, just come on by the station, ask for me, we'll talk, and we'll straighten anything out. Just uh, keep the drunk clown out of my sight, yeah? Yes, we will try. Fantastic. Well, you have a great day. Disappeared. But yes, thank you, Mr. Stalin. (laughs) And he uh, kind of walks away. He's got a little spring in his step. I drop bubbles off in his in his wagon. Oh, thanks for taking me out of there. It was really hard to, you know, do what I was doing. Don't cause any trouble for the circus, Bubbles. Not gonna cause you trouble. No trouble at all. But, but, I think I found out some information for you. Oh? Well... I mean, I kind of figured since you were doing the whole hero thing, and I, I, I look, Escadar is my old stomping grounds, and let's just say I went out with the clown makeup and the getup for a reason. I don't want anybody to recognize me, but, uh, you know, people talk around a clown. They don't really expect me to be important at all, and I guess not that I am important or anything, but y- Nobody yeah, look. Nobody is, Bubbles. We nobody's all important. live and then die. Yeah, everybody's gonna die. Yeah, I, I get it, Peach Pie. Can we, I, I'd like to talk to Moonlight. Can I talk to Moonlight? You should bring Moonlight here. Oh, Moonlight was absolutely coming over to talk to him. <laughs> uh, I didn't want to interrupt, but yeah, Moonlight is on their way. <laughs> Moonlight does interrupt. And this would be the perfect time Moonlight enters the tent. Did I hear you say you had some information? Oh, Moonlight, hey, good job uh, with Stalit there. Uh, that was really well done. I'm impressed. I just talked to him. No, I know. You, you, you sent him away. Nobody got any tickets. Nobody got any fines. I'm still here. I'm not in jail. Look, Owen really well. Fucking bang up job, man. Thanks. So, uh, this, uh, Moonstone Hall that you guys are looking for here, yeah? Right? Yeah? Yes. I think... Did we mention the Moonstone Hall to him? No. No? No. Okay. Continue. I'm not gonna say anything about it. Okay. So, most of the people around here, no idea what I was talking about. But, a lot of people said, if there was anything going on, it's probably underground. Although, 
basically everybody's just talking about uh, converting any ruins like that down into into sewers and let's just say some of the seedier sides of town like to use the sewer system as a underground well black market for you know illicit substances and things like that oh like just, like pesh yeah like pesh like pesh yeah yeah oh <laughs> look <laughs> look 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 don't don't Rainbow, don't even touch with me right now on that. Look, I had to do the thing and and give me a perception check. Hey, can I sense motive this guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, Moonlight gets a 27. 24 from Peach Pie. He's he's like, look, you know, I, I I had to play the part of the drug a- drug addict clown so that I could get some information from the seedier people in we town. Oh, no, that you're not playing a part, Bubbles. You can drop the act. He just kind of grimaces. Don't worry, Bubbles. We're still your friends. Fine. I had a little pesh before I went out there. And in a couple of alleyways while I was talking to people. And maybe I sold some while I was out and uh, in the alleys as well. Look, look, look. It's not that big of a deal, right? As long as I don't get caught, right? I don't care. Everybody's just going to die anyway. Yeah, and I exactly. certainly do care. It is not morally ethical. Rainbow, no one asked you. <laughs> well, I mean, you kind of did get caught. Not with any pesh. No, I used nope. and sold it all. But they now <laughs> suspect you of using it. Okay, okay. all right, fair, fair. I mean, um, yes, we did not get fined, which if we do, it's coming out of your pay. Whoa, okay, all right, whoa. I'll stop doing it in the city then. I'll just go back into the forest to do it. Sure, there's a nice cave. <laughs> okay, all right, fair. You guys took care of all the dangerous stuff, right? That's what you were doing, right? Yep. Are you actually considering? <laughs> I hate bubbles. <laughs> <laughs> I do get a 24 on my deception check. Uh, he's like, all right, great, yeah. As long as the cave is safe. That's probably the best place for me to do it anyways. Everybody here looks at me weird when I do it anyways. So, all right, cool. That's fine. We're good. But uh, this moon Moonstone Hall, it's definitely here. Most people don't know about it, though. Most people just think it's converted to sewers and whatnot. But one of the guys that I was talking to last night, shared a few hits with, right, uh, told me that there's this place in the Woodworkers District that they have guarded 24-7. Okay. Looks a little suspicious to me. Taps his nose with his finger. And he just goes, I didn't go over there, though. I'm not messing with the gods. Like city guards or just general guards? City guards. Specifically city guards. Wearing the eye of, you know, what's his face and everything. Hmm. That is interesting. All right. Well, uh, I'm going to start whipping up another batch. Do you, uh, do you mind if I get some privacy? I don't want to hear about it. Moonlight walks away. <laughs> Peach Pie stays for just a moment. Once Moonlight's gone, he'll say to Bubbles, Bubbles, don't go to the cave. There's a bar guest there. Don't what care is that? anyone. A monster that wants to eat your soul. Sorry, what? Like, actually? Like, 
literally eat your soul. Oh. But also, I'm going to tell you, Moonlight might be even scarier. So, try to stay on their good side. He actually, like, a few beads of sweat drops from his forehead. It's like, uh... We did yeah. tell the bar guest not to eat anybody from our crew, though. I suppose that's true. You see some beats. A clown straight up walks into the cave of the Vargas and he's not going to eat it. (laughs) I give it a 50 50 chance. (laughs) He remembers what the last clown did to him. Oh, God. (laughs) They just told me to go into the cave to do the pesh. Yes, I told you. Don't get get on Moonlight's bad side. Okay. If you want to live. I mean,. If you've decided life is no longer worth living, which I would fully understand, then feel free to go say hello to the bar guest. I'm sure it would be a mostly painless death. No, no, I like living. Living's good. Bubbles just kind of like nervously turns over to his desk, whatever the alchemist said is, kind of puts his palms on the on the desk and slumps over and just stops talking. Goodbye. So now I guess we need to organize our promotion and shit. Yeah, circus time. We're going to go into downtime mode unless there's something that you guys would like to do. Ooh, ooh, can I do crafting? Crafting in downtime mode? Totes. Let's say 10 days from opening night. Kestrel and Savatri are not promoting the circus. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I don't think we have anybody to promote the circus anymore. I will. I don't have a great charisma, but I have a really good society. What is your charisma? Let's not talk about Because how much we get is based on your charisma. It's a minus one. I was going to say it's an eight, isn't it? <laughs> no. But my society is a 14. Well, so why aren't we having the Wiz do it with a 14? Well, I mean, we can have him do it. He just won't get any bonuses to how much we get. We'll just get our level. Which at least at this point is 6, so that's better than... What? How high do you need it to... You need to get a 20. So he'd only need to roll a 6 to be successful. So he's the right person to do it. He's the only person that even has a chance. I mean, Moonlight has a minus (laughs) 1. I do a check every day, don't I? Every day I'm doing it? Yes. I failed the first day. I got a 17. Failure, you generate one anticipation. What's our base right now? With our circus and everything? With our, well, our max anticipation is 20. So where are we at right now? Are we at one? Are we at like 11? Uh, we're is at there... 12 right now. 12? Wait, because we get six. One for each prestige. I put us at advertising tier one. I haven't really looked at advertising. We might go higher than that. Well, we don't have much money though. So I think we must go advertising tier one. That's six. We got five for that impromptu performance. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, that's right. And then we got one from your first day of promoting. So we're at 12, the maximum of 20. Jeff, are you doing anything during this downtime? Um, there was the few days I was working with Fidget. Beyond that, is there anything? I don't know if there's anything else I can do. I don't think there's anything specific. I don't think there's anything Moonlight's going to be doing other than managing the circus and cleaning up. <laughs> yeah, we'd probably help clean up. I'd be taking care of all the... Not all the animals, but the majority of them. I'll try to promote a second wave then. I'm crafting the first two days. 27. We do have one thing we need to worry about. 
Vargas is going to run out of food after like six or seven days. Let's go find the clown. Mm. Just go kill him again. Go, go feed him bubbles. We got a fucking deal, David. <laughs> I'm chaotic neutral. So the, the second day of me promoting, I did get a 27. Nice. So we'll get six from that. You want to sit at 18 then? That puts us at 18. I mean, we're likely to get fucked anyways. Let's leave it at 18 then. What, wait, doesn't a Barker affect your anticipation in some way? The Barker allows you to increase your max anticipation. So I don't think we can go over 20 before we start though. But during the show, the Carnival Barker for every successful trick may increase max anticipation by five. So that if we get like crits or something, we could possibly increase it over 20. Okay. I'm going to spend the first four days crafting myself four level five elixirs of life. And I use uh, assurance to not fail. I did want to ask, can I do perception checks or anything to see if I notice anybody from the the menagerie in town? Sure. 25? You would find that there are definitely advertisements for the menagerie show. After your second day of promoting the Circus of Wayward Wonders opening show, you actually notice that the date on a menagerie performance changed to be the same night as the Circus of Wayward Wonders show. Do I really put two and two together this the same date or good point. You see some advertising for the Celestial Menagerie. Does the advertising look good? A lot better than yours. Could definitely pocket one of those ads and bring it back. Alright. I'll let someone else deal with this. The uh the wizard comes back from promoting for the second day. I'm just like standing in the middle of the circus, like, where's Moonlight? I'm just looking around. One of the dwarven throwers. It might have been the one that directed you to Moonlight the first time around. You're not really sure. He looks up at you and goes, How hard can it be to, to find Moonlight? I don't know, man. There's trees everywhere. All right. Go over there by the big top. I think I saw Moonlight talking with the professor. Did you actually point the way or did you say over there? He pointed. Okay, I follow that direction. And uh, you do see Moonlight and the Professor talking. I walk up to him and just hand him that the advertisement from the Menagerie. What's this you have here? I walk away. Okay, bye. Moonlight will look at the piece of paper. At which you see clearly as a circus advertisement uh, for the Celestial Menagerie. And in big, bold letters, it says... The best circus in town, the only circus in town worth seeing, the Celestial Menagerie. Come see us on Star Day, the 7th of Farast. I looked through the rule book to see if there's any rules about lying on advertising. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Unfortunately, you don't see anything about false advertising. The professor looks at it and goes, oh my, this is... To be expected, to a certain degree. Yes, well, we'll just have to show them, won't we? Yes, we will. As the days approach, you guys end up clearing out the plot, sprucing it up, put up the big top. The wizard does uh, some promotion on the show. So you guys are sitting on 18 anticipation right now. Yep, and our tent size gives us a max of 20. 
you didn't go with any temporary upgrades? No beer, no confections, no binoculars? Binoculars? No. Uh, beer just gives us anticipation, which we don't need. Confections is ridiculously fucking expensive. Gives you 50, it's 15 gold for confections. Yeah, binoculars are 25. We don't even have 25 gold. Yeah, I think we should be good to go. Yeah, sounds like it. Real quick overview on the tricks. The opener is the Dwarven Throwers. Build up is Fidget and Peach Pie. Big number is Moonlight. And the finale is Jeb, Elysia, and Axel. Or you could have a fucking shit show like the tent breaks like last time. Yeah. Shut up. I'm not going to go into that. <laughs> That's still a possibility. Because Tyler hasn't rolled the fuck you die yet. I haven't rolled the fuck you die yet. <laughs> the day leading up to the show. All the performers are getting excited. Maybe it's a little bit nervous. Uh, Fidget is fidgeting around incessantly. Uh, goes up to Jebediah like at least 15 times throughout the day and just goes, I'm really nervous about tonight. I don't know if I could do this. I'm really nervous about tonight. I don't know if I could do this. You just got to do what I taught you, buddy. All right. I got this. I'd say about... 30 minutes before the show starts the crowd starts to build and uh, you guys have got a line now you've got a line ready to get tickets the abyss opens up there's a there's a lot of people out here um, it would seem that the folks of Escadar are excited for a new show in town where would everybody be in preparation for the show Moonlight uh, I feel I would probably be directing traffic, making sure everything's getting set up correctly. People are getting their costumes on. So probably backstage then. Yeah, for the most part, they might be stopping out to check on the line and see how it is. At first, uh, nervous that there isn't going to be too many enough people. And then, depending on how big the line goes, nervous that we won't have enough room for everybody. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about uh, the wizard? What are you doing uh, 30 minutes before showtime? Smoking. <laughs> Appropriate. Uh, in just just like hanging out. You're the carnival barker. Are you just smoking in front of the line, talking the circus up? Yeah. I'm just like leaning against the post with my pipe, just hanging out. I, I see got, him as uh, like that gruff like promoter. Just like, yeah, hey, come to the show. It's pretty awesome. <laughs> I know the, cigarette, like I know the people in the show. They're good people. <laughs> I know these guys. And, and tree, good people on tree. <laughs> tree is people. Tree is people. <laughs> um, what about Peach Pie? Peach Pie, what would you be doing just before the show? Oh, probably just backstage, going over the routine with Fidget. Okay. How about Jebediah? But uh, I'm just working with the, the fucking psycho rapful. So hanging out with Peach Pie and, and Fidget, just kind of trying to keep Fidget calm and yeah. prep for the show. Okay, okay. As you all are, you know, preparing here, Cubby trots up. And Cubby has something in his mouth. And he comes up to Moonlight. Moonlight, I have something to show you. Sorry, Moonlight, I have something to show you. Because he's got something in his teeth. Moonlight reaches out and grabs it. I sure hope this isn't bad news. It's a uh, a small silver ticket with an ornate CM logo on it. 
they're offering a much cheaper rate than ours for these specialized discount tickets from anybody who's in our line to their show tonight. And who is doing this? Uh, I, I didn't see who, but it's definitely something that we should look for, and it's a concern, to say the least. Then uh, um, one of the dwarven throwers comes up and just goes, Ah, Moonlight, I, something I need to tell you. Uh, yes? One of the uh, menagerie folk, really swarmy-looking man, uh, wearing like a pink overcoat. Is... Yes, I, I know him. Oh. What about him? He's actually going around to performers outside the tent and offering them jobs at the Celestial Menagerie. Offering extravagant pay and things like that. The word's getting around to the performers and uh, uh, they're getting really nervous. There will be a feast. <laughs> Did anybody see him handing out silver tickets? Uh, or selling silver tickets? wonder if it's the same person. I'm not really sure, but uh, I'm really nervous for my opening act now. What if what if one of my brothers decides to take them up on their offer? What if one of the other performers decides to take them up on their offer? And Elysia comes up. She just goes, Jeff, you wouldn't believe it. Some asshole man came up to me and started making fun of Mr. Tickles. Threatened to hurt him. I'm really upset. Was he... And Fancily dressed. Wearing this awful pink coat. It looks so ugly. And just at that moment, one of the Flamboni sisters comes up. I just walk out looking for this person. I follow Moonlight. <laughs> Hammer and, in hand. And the performers are starting to gather in the backstage, just going, Moonlight, Moonlight, what do we do? What do we them. do? We'll handle this. Don't worry about anything. Am I part I of me? You, I, don't know, I don't know if you want to to make a diplomacy check or I do I do want you to make a diplomacy check I get a 24 okay Mordane will come up to you with Hod in tow Mordane looks kind of smug and Hod goes uh, Master Moonlight um, I, I I would like to tell you that uh, Mordane received a competitive offer uh, for for the alternative circus in town and uh, although we have not the greatest experience there but we also feel that uh, with Mordain not actually being a part of the act lineup for this evening that it may be a good idea for her to actually uh, well jump ship as it were to go talk to them there's a man right outside I, I can point him out to you uh, who's making the offer Oh, yes. Take me to him. Uh, uh, yes, but getting Mordain on the ticket, is that something that... Can we get Mordain on the ticket? And he starts wringing his hands together a little bit. We can discuss that shortly. Okay, all right. All right, uh, good then. Uh, f f f follow me. And, uh... I also follow. He takes you outside. We got Peach Pie, Moonlight. Anyone else? I'll go join them if I see them. I mean, I'm, I'm out there. I continue to lower the stress of our patrons. Sorry, they're not our patrons, our people. Okay. Yeah, Jeb. Jeb keeps doing what Jeb is doing. Jeb, give me a perception check. 17. Okay. Moonlight Hod takes you outside and points the man out. 
and the the crowd is really starting to build up here. Wizard, you see Moonlight and Peach Pie following a small bent man who seems to be leading them to the crowd. So are we out back by the performers or out front by the crowd? Like if he's talking to the performers, where are they at? Uh, out out back, and you kind of see them like in that space between where the crowd is starting to gather outside of the big top and the backstage tent flap. And they're kind of hovering along the edge there. You see Delamar there with a handful of silvery tickets. And he just goes, don't need to wait in line for this awful show. Come see the Celestial Menagerie for a fraction of the price. That's because it's a fraction as good. And he turns around and he just goes, ah, moonlights. And he gives this really just fucking overly, I don't know what to call this. He rotates his wrist around and gives an overly dramatic bow to you. And uh, he nudges a woman that's standing next to him that's wearing uh, like a red suit jacket doublet that's trimmed in gold. And she has very spiky red hair. Maybe she's a half-elf? And he just kind of leans over to her and whispers something that you don't hear. And he goes, please, please, no need to have a confrontation in front of my potential crowd. And he starts walking away from the crowd, and some of the people that are there are like, talking under their breath nearby. And he goes and starts walking towards you. He goes, please... Let's go behind your tent, away from the prying eyes. No, I'd like them to see me pound you into the dirt. Oh, threatening violence? Yes. Peach pie, please. Okay, and I punch him in the face. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go to give me a attack roll. All right, unarmed attack. So that's going to be... I get a 23 to hit him. <laughs> uh, real quick, while I was reading the rules of what you can't do, are there any rules about, like, do we, like, own this area? I know we're renting it, but, like, is he trespassing if we don't want him here? I mean, it's our, we wouldn't have the right not to serve. <laughs> it's your plot, correct. Uh, and during the show, you have the, you know, during during a performance, you have the uh, authority to eject hagglers or rabble rousers from the property uh, bodily, if need be. Is this considered during the show, since it is show day and crowd is here? And pre-show, crowd is here. It's probably a read between the lines sort of situation. There's nothing written. Could in I about make an this. argument about it? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> you could absolutely make an argument about it. Perfect. Continue. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> All right. So, sorry. What, what was that to hit again, uh, Peach Pie? 23. Luckily, he didn't rage. <laughs> Luckily for who, though? Probably everybody involved. <laughs> uh, as Peach Pie swings at him, he deftly moves his head out of the way and he just goes whoa peach pie no need for violence here he takes a couple of steps back i miss him with a 23 miss him with a 23 see i insist please move away from the crowd so they don't see 
my beautiful face getting bruised by your awfully ugly mug. Delmar, I've worked for the Celestial Menagerie, so any time you tell me to do something, I'm going to do the opposite. Well, fine, let's stay right here then, and definitely punch me in the face. Okay, and I punch him in the face again. <laughs> Go and give me another swing. <laughs> I, I miss again with a 17. <laughs> Ducks and dodges out of the way, and the, the crowd's kind of like, whoop, whoop, in the background, like, oh. And the woman who's with him draws a kukri. Uh, it's definitely some spiky hair. That is some spiky, some spiky red hair. Very spiky, very red. No, now, Peach Pie. I mean, she, she just pulled a weapon on us. Well, Peach Pie did take two swigs at Delamar. Never hit him, though. Well, I don't think the clown is way too clumsy to actually hit me. I've seen you at work, Peach Pie. I know you have no actual coordination. Your friend pulled a weapon out. I want you to leave. Oh, come now. Some friendly competition. Ruana. Go ahead and sheathe your blade. And she hesitantly stands up and sheathes the kukri. And she goes, Moonlight, can we talk someplace a little more private, please? Certainly. Let's go behind the tent. Peach Pie 100% stays there to watch for whatever the fuck this guy is trying to distract us from. Yes, you do that. How close to showtime are we? We're about 30 minutes from showtime. How far away is the cave? <laughs> uh, the cave well, it's not that far away just in case this guy maybe mortally gets mortally wounded I was just wondering if we could get to the cave and back in time <laughs> so you get back near the, the flap to go backstage and Delamar letting your big ugly mug of a clown take take swings at me in front of the entire crowd that's going to detract from people coming here next time anyways. Don't need me for that. Well, peach pie is peach pie. For Fine. Better or worse sometimes. I'm offering your performers a better rate. I will stop doing that if you shut the show down. Am I... Tonight. Can I just... I, I, I mean, I don't mean to interrupt. Sure. But just, just in character... Not in character, but... Is this guy literally trying to convince... Moonlight that the Celestial Managery is a better place does he know anything about Moonlight's history with the Celestial Menagerie what an idiot out of character no he doesn't alright I'm done now (laughs) do you really think you can just walk in here and convince the performers to go somewhere to you most of these people know what you guys are well, actually, they have yes. Been there. I, I fully expected to at least pull a few, or maybe even just rattle them a bit. And he no. leans down. He leans down close to you and just goes, "It's in our best interest that your performers are a little off kilter for their first performance." That makes sense. Don't worry about our performers. They will do fine. Who the fuck is this guy? What do you mean that makes sense? Of course it makes sense. What's your name? What's your name? Delamar. That's a stupid name. What's your name? 
What's your name? I just told you. Well, I just told you. What? What? Mo Moonlight, I can't talk to this guy. I don't think any of us need to talk to this guy. I believe he is leaving. I'm going to cut real quick. Jeb, Elysia comes up to you and She's says... Right next to me, so that makes sense. Yep, right. She doesn't fucking leave my son. No, just... <laughs> <laughs> uh, Elysia comes up to you and just goes, Jeb, some of the animals are acting odd. I mean, they're all fed and should be good. What do you mean uh, by odd? Well, a few of them are throwing up in the pens. Dude, someone poisoned my fucking animals. I will cut someone's head off. I just, I need you to look. Can you, can you come and look? I look immediately, and I do a, a point thing, a hero point, to get 25 to nature to check on my animals. Alright, give me a perception check while you're there as well. <laughs> 16. You actually have to, the animal pens are outside. In order to get to the pens, you open the backstage door flap, and you see Delamar, this woman, the wizard and Moonlight just staring daggers at each other. There's no fucking way I'm staring daggers at anybody. The Wiz, <laughs> the wiz would not be doing that. The Wiz is... You might have like a mildly annoyed... Blankly. He's blankly looking at... This glass-eyed... <laughs> staring point. off into space. <laughs> Good point. Moonlight staring daggers enough for the wizard then. Jeb, do you do anything with the scene? Um, I'm more so concerned with... Like the feed, like is if I, with my nature check, am I seeing anything wrong with the food? Uh, Jeb just walks by yeah, the scene here. Moonlight could take care of themselves. And you get back towards the pens, and uh, as soon as you get back there, you you catch this whiff of something in the air, and it 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 definitely is what's causing this. Like it's a, like. I smell a chemical, or I smell something just nauseating. It's like a chemical. It's like a chemically smell. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, am I seeing like a source, or is it just like I can just smell it all around? You can smell it all around the pens. Like it smells like a poisonous vapor, like a chemical vapor of some kind. And you do see that like some of the animals are retching, and a few of them are lying down. But you think them staying where they are is probably not a good idea. Well, I'll begin to. Where's my bear, man? Bardolf? Yeah. Bardolf likes to stay in his wagon right before showtime. Does he is he in the show tonight? Uh I would assume Bardolf's in just all of the shows. That's just my assumption though. Well, I don't want turtle helping me. But uh can we just move him to the plot that's off to the the plot we cleared out? Or is that where we're set up? Uh the clear the cleared out space is kinda where you're set up, but you could definitely see that like, there's space behind that you could, you know, open space that you could move them to. You've got room to expand here. I go get my dwarf buddies. Got to corral them in the area. The three dwarf dudes. Hop, 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 hop. Yeah, those are the guys I need. <laughs> all right, all right. They come by and help you out. Um, I ask them to grab the sick ones, and I'll, me and Turtle will hurt away the ones that are still able to walk. Got it. While they kind of like go in there, they go, oh, God, that smell. Oh, it's going crazy. He said it wasn't nauseating. He just said it was just chemically. Yeah, it was. It smells bad though. <laughs> they go in there and they t they take some of the animals and they they move them out, and you begin to corral them out the other animals from their pens and just kind of gather them in an area. And then I'll turtle and blood wolf 
We'll stay there to sheep herd. Okay. And then I'll kind of just back like, to the scene. Got it. How Go ahead long and give that me, might take. Give me a uh, command an animal check oh, to kind of for the the wolf. Eighteen. The blood wolf can get some direction from turtle to a degree on this and kind of follow turtle's lead. They just kind of circle the animals, redirecting any that try to get out of this, you know, cluster that you have them in. Yeah, this is mainly because I don't have time to make, like, a new pen. Got it. As that whole thing is going on, Delamar kind of broke to look at it, and he just kind of looks and cocks his eyebrow, and he just goes, well, it doesn't look like some of your animals are ready for the show tonight either. Dude, you're kind of being a dick. (laughs) Obviously. Why? I want your show to fail. Why? Because all of your patrons should be coming to our show, not your second-rate show. You know, we, fa- we found this... Fault for you know, we, putting we, the show on the same night. We found this really cool cave over here. You should come check it out. I don't want to see your ugly, disgusting cave. But it's really cool. Should I just go get the podcast? <laughs> I'm just going to look at Moonlight at this point. Should You should go to the cave, right? I don't think he's cool enough to go to the cave, so... Your cave? Why would they want to go to your cave? No, you, you should... I don't think quiet you're cool you. To quiet you. I'm talking to Moonlight. Moonlight, I, I think he should go to the cave. No, he... He he can't handle the cave. Okay. Luana starts, like, slowly pulling her kukri out again. Is there going to be a problem here? Why the fuck are you taking your weapon out? It sounds like you're going to try to force my man into some dark cave so you can do what with him? Who said we were going to force him? I, I just told him he wasn't good enough for the cave. I'm not taking him to my fucking cave. <laughs> it's a pretty it's a pretty bitchin' cave. Can I get uh, can I get a perception check from uh, Moonlight and the wizard? Uh, the wizard got a 23. Moonlight gets a 19. Uh, Moonlight, you see like several emotions kind of go across his face. He's like, he doesn't like it's confusion. Uh, followed by brief envy, uh, followed by surprise at his own envy. Uh, It's just a a flood of emotion. The wizard, you're kind of looking at him, and you forget why you're looking at him for a second, and you see a man that is sneaking along the side of the tent and just kind of watching the exchange. The man has big, tall, straight, pointy horns, uh, he's got. Yeah, he would definitely be a ancestry. He's definitely yeah, he's gonna be a, be a fucking tiefling. He's got um, a tail. He's got what look like like scale, like a tattoos of what looks like a short cropped beard, except for they're tattooed in like dark green scales. But a tiefling, what? So I want to so make a joke about him standing out and being hard to hide, but I failed my perception check. So. <laughs> <laughs> I wave at him. I'm like, bro, why, why are you just? If you want to come over here, just come over here. And he just kind of stands up and nonchalantly looks around. He just goes, "I'm just watching the scene back here." What's your name? My name. Doesn't matter what my name is. Continue. You're doing fine. Are you friends with what's his face? Delamar looks at him. He just goes, "Aves." Who's Aves? I'm not talking to you right now. Oh, my bad. You don't even have a name. I don't know what to call you. Aves, are you finished? And Aves has like a pipe in his hand and he kind of like 
inhales in on it and blows out this plumy green smoke. Is Jeb close yet? Jeb walks up. I also blow smoke at him. <laughs> Obviously. Okay. <laughs> Jeb, who's cl- who, whose cloud's bigger? Uh, definitely his. In fact, his cloud oh, takes the definitely. His cloud takes the shape of a dragon and flies away. But Jeb has that as that smoke, that green no, smoke dragon. No, no, if, if this is a green smoke dragon, the wiz is like, dude, how the fuck did you just do that? Teach me. I, you're my new best friend. I want to know how to do that. Hold on real quick. The green smoke dragon flies by and flies right by Jeb. And you smell that same smell that was in the animal <gasps> pens. Aves just kind of looks at you and just goes, it's a trick that I know. I'm maybe or maybe not affiliated with the local service nearby. Yeah, how like turned off might people be if like the, like a decapitated head just went flying by? Like how <laughs> how close are some of our patrons? Uh, they're out of sight, but probably not quite out of earshot because you yeah, can that's hear. Fine. They're not gonna hear it. <laughs> hear them really close by. How far and, away is this guy? Uh, from you, probably like 15, 20 feet. That's a charge range. He's still kind of talking to the wizard. He just goes, I've been toying with the idea of searching around for new jobs. And Delamar goes, Aves, what in the fuck are you doing? And Rana draws her kukri. I don't like how this is looking, Delamar. Look at the dwarf, Delamar. I charge. Axe in hand. All right. Jeb draws his axe and starts charging towards Aves. Moonlight is next to Delamar and Ruana. Ruana drew her kukri, and Aves and the wizard are blowing smoke at each other. Right. The wizard, you are first with a 31. Uh, well, me and Peach Pie tied. I kind of want him to go first. Oh, okay, that's fair. I don't think Peach Pie has any indication that anything's going on. Well, what if I make a perception check and hear Jeb charge? Let's I can imagine it. he lets out a very distinctive dwarven battle cry or something. I hope I'm not happy. Jeb's not happy. All right, yeah, go ahead and give me a perception check. Not going to take the nat 20 that I rolled on my initiative for perception? No. Okay. Well, there's a nat 19. I get a 30. Let's take the 19 that you rolled. Uh, yeah, you absolutely hear blades being drawn and Jeb giving a good old dwarven battle cry. Now, you say I'm a turn away, and I know that's just kind of like a hand wave thing, but here's the thing. I can, I have an ability that allows me to move twice and attack at the end of that move if I end it within melee range of somebody. So, ultimately, I have 75 feet of move and attack. Is that enough? Okay. Do you have your mallet with you? I specifically said I did. Okay. Did you have it drawn as well? I don't have a sheath for it. I only carry it. Fuck, fine. Okay. Do do your sudden charge. I guess the question is 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 the perception an action? Honestly, I don't I don't think there's any reason why Peach Pie should be able to just run up and hit this. Yeah, I changed my mind. It just doesn't make no. Uh, because he's a hero. I <laughs> n- no. No. Okay. I run up to them, and then I guess that'll be the end of my turn. Then it's the wizard's turn. You see Peach Pie run up with his maul, Jeb charging at the uh, the guy who you're smoking with. Well, I can... Oh, God damn it. Like I, I know Jeb's charging. 
Yes. It's kind of like Ron, you said Rana said did pull out her weapon too. So she I know did. combat's starting. I mean, I'm yeah, trying, between I'm just trying to justify an attack right away. Um, yeah, oh, between I, I feel like pie. Jeb probably yells him like, "You poisoned my animals, you son of a bitch." <laughs> I'm going to cast I vampiric. Or it's kind of what gave that away. <laughs> I'm gonna cast vampiric touch and use my third action to give it reach. Okay. And hit Delamar with it to try to. Okay. All right. Go for ahead. All the whiz knows he's friends with the. Yeah, I, I like the smoke dude. Like, for I, I don't know, I, I hate Delamar. I'm assuming Jebediah is talking about Delamar. <laughs> Obviously, if there's anybody to hate, it's that guy. Go ahead and give me your attack roll on it then. But there's no attack roll from what I can tell. Yeah, it's just a basic fortitude. Nice. Uh, looks like you got a 29, which is a success. It is a basic one, so it's still half damage, and I still gain the temporary hit points. So eight damage, and I get eight temporary hit points. Delamar. Just oh, you get. Like, oh, half that. I get yeah. four. So you get four temporary hit points. Delamar kind of like shudders a bit and looks over at the wizard and goes, "Get him, Aves. Your dick. Aves is my new best friend." Roana goes next. Roana's got her kukri out. The first thing she does is see she spends one action casting true strike. Oh, I take a reaction to you attack have, of opportunity, her. You have attack of opportunity now. Yeah, don't, I, did we discuss our level six stuff? I don't think we did. I don't think we did. I have attack of opportunity now. I'm that, you know what? My ability. We're about to find out. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking get the crazy. As long on. as as long as true strike isn't verbal only. Uh, it might actually. Be, it is. If it's a one, it's a if it's a one action thing. It might be. Okay. It is, and it, it is verbal only. Okay, then I cannot. So, True Strike is the next time you make an attack roll before the end of your turn, roll, roll the attack twice and use the better result. Is that a made an advantage? Yeah. yeah, that's a good way to put it. Uh, going to make two... Roll, roll a Kukri attack against Peach Pie. Do it twice. 27 on the first one, two on the second. So, she'll take the first one for 27 to hit. Alright. And we'll slash Peach Pie for six points of damage. I'm gonna feel bad with to, about what we do to these people if they're doing six damage. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I didn't hit Delamar with a twenty-three, so he's he's not terrible. Then with her second or her third action, she begins inspiring courage. She does so by humming. Actually, she begins to hum a tune. Humming doesn't count as inspiring courage. Come on, <laughs> that's definitely not loud enough. <laughs> That is the lamest inspired courage ever. <laughs> <laughs> I hum. <laughs> Thank you for giving me more vigor. She, she, she doesn't. She doesn't really have anything written into it, and I kind of picture her as being quiet. So that's kind of the best I. That's have. like the opposite of what a bard is. Lisa could be quiet. <laughs> oh, now that sounds way better. The fucking. Kill Bill Whistle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. She begins to inspire courage by whistling. And that's Ruana's turn. That's going to take us over to Jebediah. It's your turn. All right. I will use my fighter feet sudden charge. Oh, you picked up sudden charge. To stride twice and end my two strides with a strike for two actions. Hell yeah. All right. That's super useful for Jeb and his short legs. Yeah. 
<laughs> and I strike with my axe here at Abe's 27. 27 hits. I hit Abe's with 21 damage. Holy shit. Wait, why are you hurting my new best friend? Shh. Did you see the smoke rings? Did you smell the smoke? The, did you see the smoke dragon? I tell the wizard to shut up. <laughs> <laughs> He hurt my animals. What do you do with your third action then? I try again. Hit him again? Uh oh, he's about to be an 18. Alright, that concludes my turn. Then after Jebediah Sorry, just Wiz. fucking just fucking rails on Aves. It's Delamar's turn. Delamar uses his first action to draw his rapier. His second action. Here, this one's just for you, David. To move around to flank Peach Pie. Oh, I'll take an attack of opportunity on him then. He wasn't expecting that. Ah, fantastic. But he's not flat-footed. That's fine. Get a 33 to hit him. Fuck, yeah, that hits. Not a crit, though. And I'm not raging yet, so it's not going to be, like, ludicrous damage. I deal him 14 damage. Smack Delavar on his way around you. But with his third action, he's going to stab at you, and you are being flanked. Get a 28 to hit you. I don't hit. And he will deal you 20 points of damage. Yeah, all right. And that's his turn. Moonlight, it's your turn. Uh, I think I'll start off by attempting a demoralize on Delamar. So that is an intimidation check. We will get a 25 against his will DC. A 25 will succeed. He becomes frightened one. I'm assuming that's not a critical success. It is not a critical success. Okay. And then after that, I want to give it a try. I think I do. I'm going to cast Steel Shadow on him. Oh, and it's a fortitude save, right? It's a fortitude save. It's a 12. Uh, DC 22, he critically fails. Okay, what's that do? Guess what he critically failed by? The the one of your By the frightened bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you're right. God, demoralized, killing it on that. All right, all right. Oh, now I have to open this up and see what all this does. Uh... Target takes three for negative damage and is enfeebled one for the spell's duration as you tear its shadow away, collecting it in your hand. On subsequent rounds, when you sustain the spell, you can throttle the shadow to deal three for negative damage to the target. Uh, he gets another basic fortitude save. Until the spell ends, the target doesn't cast a shadow. Um, with a critical failure, he is enfeebled two for the spell's duration. That one's rough. Okay. Enfeebled two going on Delamar. Now, is that like right out of the gate as soon as you steal the shadow, he takes that damage? Yeah, he takes 3d4 immediately. Okay. Which is nine. And now I am choking his shadow <laughs> in my hand. <laughs> that is just fantastic. I what is, fucking what is this? That. It's my one of my focus spells. It's called Shadow Steel? Steel Shadow. It's steel um, shadow. from my new Shadow Bloodline. I just got it at level six from taking advanced bloodline. So that is my turn. Then after moonlight, Aves uses his first action to get behind the wizard. And he's going to go, whoa, whoa, dude, 
That hurt. What are you doing? Yeah, Jeb, why are you hurting him, man? Like, this guy's alright. No, he's not. Poisoned all my animals. Calm down, man. I'm sure he, it was an accident. He I'm going to it. chop his head off. He can fix it. Not when he's dead. Shit, I just proved my own point. <laughs> I mean, I proved your point. Wait, right, whose who's point did you prove? I'll just hurt him really, really, really bad. But he's my friend. He's not. I'm already bleeding, man. Do you need Why to are they both talk like they're stoners? I think I they know. are. I'm gonna cut them both down. You, you wanna try my pipe? Let's <laughs> <laughs> swap pipes, man. I don't think you want my pipe. He's smoking. Yeah, he's not smoking anything. It's poison. Yeah, I'm not actually smoking anything. There's nothing in here. Oh, well, smoke this then. <laughs> he passes his other two turns. No, actually, he takes cover behind the wizard. Which, unless the wizard doesn't want to give him cover, I will. Uh, the the wiz will give him cover. I want to learn how to make smoke dragons. Poor wiz. And that brings us back up to the top of the order. Peach Pie, it's your turn. All right. Well, I'm going to take a five foot step to my, um, I guess it's just called a step action, to my southeast to avoid flanking. Second action, I am going to fly into a rage. And then with my third action, I attack ragingly. At Delmar, Delamar, and I get a 23 to hit, which hits because because of the frightened, because of the fucking frightened condition. You're right, fantastic. D buffs, D buffs. Yeah, seriously, <laughs> fucking man. buffs, and we'll deal him Oof. 30 damage. Oh god, and that is the end of my turn. Okay, then uh, wizard, it's your turn. The wizard's gonna start by Jeb. It's not Abe's fault. I'm sure that Dick Delamar put him up to it. Like, let's 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 just think about this rationally. Kill Delamar, and then we'll talk to Abe's and see what's going on. And then I sudden bolt Delamar. <laughs> uh, I, I do a heightened or a level three sudden bolt. Oh, all right. Uh, he fails. Del- yeah, Delamar gets a twenty-one. Also. Failing because deep, Oh my god! Failing <laughs> because of the fucking debuffs. Oh my three god! Three fucking times that he would have that not been hit so or succeeded good. because of that fucking debuff. All right, how much oh, damage good. did you deal? Thirty-six on my five d twelve. Oh my god! Oh look, he's dying. Yeah, he's dead. He's no, dead. he needs to no, be a little bit alive. He's dying. <laughs> that was two. Of, that was two of my actions. Third action. I continue to, to try to provide cover for Abe's and be like, Jeb, don't hurt him. God damn. Make somebody stabilize Delamar. Oh, God. Okay. Wait, did they have to be alive to feed him to the bar guest? I think I do. They need to take their soul. So I think so. Oh, there's still a little bit of soul in there. <laughs> there's a little bit of soul. There's a little bit of soul in there. They're named characters. It's not like he's dying two or dying three. He's dying one. Come on. Um, so... It's Roana's turn, and the first thing she does when that bolt just crackles through the air and hits Delamar right in the chest, and he just collapses. She shrieks in horror, uses her her first two actions to cast a spell and heal Delamar. She uses her third action to step up to be adjacent to Delamar and next to Peach Pie. And she will, in in a, just a shrill voice, No, please don't hurt him anymore! Don't hurt him anymore! We'll leave! We'll leave right now! 
and that's her turn. Jebediah. There's like blood in fucking Jebediah's eyes as he just yells to get out of the way, Wiz. And I'll need a reflex save from both of you. Oh, shit. Aww. 31? <laughs> I wasn't going to hurt you. I was just knocking everyone down. All right. Um, Dave's is going to get a uh, 23. Uh, they both succeed, but they're both flat-footed. What's the spell? Is this it's your my uh, shockwave? Yeah, I like sp- I like smash the ground and become scary. Oh, that's no fun. I wanted someone to go prone. <laughs> so the ground underneath the whiz and Dave's uh, feet begins to shake, and they're like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa!" It's the power of friendship. <laughs> <laughs> is that all your actions, uh, Jeb? I mean, yeah, all I could do is hit Wiz, and I'm not going to smack him with my axe. But I'll move back up to the cowering guy and just go behind him. Oh, okay. Would be flanking if the wizard was... Would be flanking, but he's not would threatening. Be. <laughs> After Jebediah, it's Delamar. He staggers to his feet, and he just goes, You provoked Wait. it! Would he not have moved in initiative from going down? Yeah, he would have gone shit. before You're right. the wizard. To just before the wizard. Yeah, and it's his turn. So it's not actually his turn. Okay, then that means it's actually Moonlight's turn. Moonlight's turn, you say? Mm-hmm. Gonna need a fortitude save from him. He gets uh, a 29. He succeeds. He only takes half damage. Should be four, I guess. When I throttle his shadow... grasps his throat (laughs) and then I am going to cast oh yeah let's go with this one phantom pain okay Uh, need a will save he's going to get an 18 Okay. he takes 2d4 non-lethal mental damage 5 and is sickened and taking 1d4 persistent mental damage. So many effects. <laughs> he's got so many. He's got all the debuffs on him. And they're all from Moonlight. Damn. And that is all three actions. Okay. That takes us over to Aves, who is going to spend his actions running behind the wizard and taking cover behind him. <laughs> Just like some <laughs> like ring around the rosy with the whiz. Exactly what's happening. <laughs> Jeb chases. Chases Aves around him. That's great. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> Not Get again. Get back here. <laughs> All right. That's going to take us back to the top of the round. Peach pie. Free action. Moonlight. What are we doing? We made a promise. I intend to keep it. All right. Delamore. Would you like to know what the promise is? Just let me go. Just let me go. Don't kill me. We're going to feed your soul to a bar guest. His to eyes go bar. wide. To their bar guest. Oh, yeah, what, what was his name again? What was the bar guest's name? Kalkak. Kalkak. And uh, I swing my hammer down at his head. Non lethal <laughs> if possible. Ah. <laughs> oh. You do not lethal when you're raging. Yeah, you just take the whatever it is, negative minus two. Two. Mm-hmm. I'll swing at him non-lethally. It's got so many damn debuffs on him. What are you non-lethally swing this thing? I get a 19 and miss. God damn it, I'm going to use my action point. 
fucker. So 21 would not hit. All right. With my second action, uh, I will instead swing at Ruana Nayama. Okay. That's a nat 20. Yeah, it is. I deal her 38 damage. Fuck. She goes from full to bloodied, less than bloodied, and one hit. And then with my third action, I'll just swing at her again and miss with a 12. I am done. After do you peach. have the critical effect abilities yet? Oh, I do. I knock her down. Oh, you knock her down. Yes. Thank you, Swanee. Knock her on Everyone her. Everyone will be prone. Ass. I feel like you hit her just like right on top of the head. It pushes all of her like gelled up spikes to the side. And she just <laughs> lands flat on her ass. You literally drive her into the ground. Yes. <laughs> right. Like a stake. It's Delamar's turn. Delamar is prone. Guess what? Frightened. There is literally no movement action he can take that will not incur an attack of opportunity. He is so panicky right now because as soon as you told him that you were going to be feeding him to his bar cast, he knew exactly what you were talking about. His eyes go wide and he immediately crawls away. I take an attack of opportunity on him. Go ahead. On lethal again? <sighs> yes. 25 to hit. 25 hits. This time he's prone. Non-lethal. Tw- 19 non-lethal damage. Yeah. I, no. I have to I have to ask, can you non-lethal while raging? I don't see any reason why not. Rage has a lot less restrictions on it in this than it did in 1E. Mm-hmm. You can still cast while you rage. It's game. very simple. Because you're not concentrating on it? Right, yeah, really the only things you can't do is anything that takes a concentration check. Mm. And like dex-based stuff, right? Or something like that, isn't no. there sometimes? <laughs> you can't use actions with the concentrate trait unless they also have the rage trait. That's it. That is it. Making a non-lethal swing isn't concentrate, I don't think. No. You just choose to do it with the attack. Yep. Where do you hit him? to do non-lethal damage as he's crawling away. Oh, I just bonk him in the no- noggin. Knock him out. Like a great shatter his ankles or something. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah, misery shit. style. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, yeah. A Kathy baits his ass. Just <laughs> deal him so much damage, he, he falls unconscious. <laughs> just from sheer pain. <laughs> All right. Then, uh, screaming in pain, he goes down. And this... He's taking persistent mental damage. Wait, is that mental damage non-lethal? Uh, mental moves. damage is non-lethal. Oh, yeah. He will move before me, though. He will, but he'll still have to end his that's turn. True. That's true. But, yes, the mental damage, that's specifically why I chose that spell, was it was non-lethal. Non-lethal. Okay. The wizard, you're up. First action, I'm going to try to talk to Aves and, I mean, like, really talk to him and see if, like, hey, man... Can you undo what you did to Jeb's animals or our animals? He's really upset about it. Man, that'll go away in like in like an hour. Tops. Is, is there like a faster way to do it though? We we need them for the show. He scratches his head and he goes, "I guess we could try to treat them." Can do you know how to treat them? No, I don't know how to heal things. Well, can you at least tell Jeb exactly what you did so maybe he can do it? Yeah, definitely. It's just an it's just a natural poison that I excrete. That's gross, man. Fuck. But intriguing. <laughs> yeah, like it's like yeah, what the fuck, yeah. but also, huh, what the fuck? 
<laughs> I feel like that's the wizard's face. It's like, gross. Wait. You, natu- you naturally excrete it? Like, that's... We're going to talk about this later. And, and I just kind of, like, look behind me in sudden bolt. I, I'm going to recall my heightened level three sudden bolt and do it on Ruana. Okay. <laughs> poor, poor creature. She succeeded. She got a 29. So she's only going to take half my 5d12. Um, Fuck, dude. 32, so half of that. Your d12 rolls have been pretty nasty tonight. And I'm going to call that my turn. I don't think I really need to use an action to like talk to him and shit, but I, I feel like that I just need no. more time to talk to him. And if you want to say that you use an action for it, that's cool. I don't have anything else to do with an action, so. Sweet. Then that means it's Ruana's turn. She drops the kukri, and she puts her hands up, and she just goes, I don't know what you're talking about, Peach Pie, but this is terrifying. I'm out. I'm done. Let me go. And she stands up and uses two actions to start running away. I cannot reaction again. Which way does she run? Uh, Better question. How fast does she run? Yeah, how fast does she run? Uh, She moves 50 feet with two move actions because she had to stand up with her first action and ran 50 feet away. She's not quite around the corner, but she's running back towards the crowd. I'm her magic missile or when it gets back to me. I'm, I'm, I'm sure Moonlight or somebody else can do something in the meantime, but... Then, Jebediah, that goes over to you. Let's see here. I get next to Abe's. Okay. And I begin to cast a spell and tell him that no one's getting out of here. And I cast Lightning Bolt down to Rihanna. Cast Lightning Bolt to Ruana. Yeah. And it's a 120-foot line, so it's going to hit Delamar. Oh, shit. We need him. to feed him. You know that. No one's getting fucking out of here. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, uh. All right. Then uh, reflex save from her, right? She gets a 20 on the Ooh. reflex save. Why is it no damage? Oh, fuck. Because she got a natural 20 on her reflex save. Delamar, however. Dies. Fucking dies. Rolls oh, a 19. still bringing him there. I don't care. Yeah, like, does it like, they have to be alive? Eat it, I don't think Marcus. they have to be alive. <laughs> I mean, technically, he's just dying three, right? Yeah, I was going to say, he should only be dying three. Well, let's see. He never he went, went down under. from crit. He went under. Yeah. I put he him died. under once, and Peach Pie put him under once. So he went under, got healed, which brought him up. But remember, those were... Those were, wounded. those were... No, they wouldn't be, because they were non-lethal. The first time he went down was definitely lethal. It was definitely oh, okay. lethal. Oh, that's right, yeah. Yeah. So then that made him dying one. When he got brought up, he went to wounded one. Yeah, he's dying three right now. Why are all my cool things failing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you had like you did a couple of the really neat things that didn't work out. They will. Alright, Moonlight, it's your turn. Oh, because I need the range. I need to She got just far enough away from me that I have to move to do this. So I move closer to her and I do not sustain the steel shadow on Delamar. And instead cast it on her. She gets a 25 on the fortitude save. So that will succeed. Oh, really? That's it? She's enfeebled one for one round, I guess. She doesn't even take any damage then? None at all, huh? Well, that's lame. It's Aves' turn now. Aves is going to uh, cock an eyebrow at Jebediah after watching that lightning bolt go off. As I say all these cocky things and nothing happens. (laughs) Right. Uh, 
And he's just gonna go, I'm not going anywhere, man. Nowhere. Nope. I wouldn't run away from you right now. I'd just pass my turn. I pass my turn. He, he says that. I pass my turn. <laughs> I pass my turn. Uh, as he's sidling around to get on the other side of the wizard from Jebediah. Why doesn't he just get into like the fetal position? Is that what the wisdom? Dude, just harder to smoke that way. Dude, just just get down. Look non-threatening. I've got my hands in the air. How much more non-threatening can I be? Just curl up in a ball. How about I just sit down on the other side of you then? Okay, that works. All right, he sits down. Can I um, retcon and say I gave him my sh- my uh, manacles I have on me last turn and just be like, dude, just put on these manacles. I'll give you the free action to give it to him now. Yeah, I, I just give him my manacles. I'm like, dude, just, just put these on, sit down. He'll clamp them on. Yeah, no problem. I'm just going to wait. I don't want to die. Can I add that I also put my pipe in his mouth and I'm like, just hit this a couple times. It'll be fine. I <laughs> see <laughs> so you're getting him nice and drubbed up for the bug. He'll do it too. <laughs> He'll take a couple of hits. Oh, this is <coughs> some rough stuff right there you got. Whoa. Top of the round, it's Delamar's turn, who is going to make a death saving throw. He's got to get a 13. D20, go. Rolls a five. He's dead. Dude is fucking dead. Delamar's dead. He has a villain point, doesn't he? (laughs) (laughs) No. Those are supposed to benefit him, not you. At this point, he's saying he's being benefited by dead. dead. (laughs) He could use one to bring himself to zero. Eight five. Oh... Is Ruana in sight of any of our patrons at this point? It doesn't look like it. Excellent. I use two actions to um, do sudden charge right up to behind her. Big clown shoes flap, flap, flapping as I do so, as they do every time. And we'll try and do non-lethal. 27 to hit. That'll hit her. I will deal her 15 non-lethal damage. She goes down. Knock her unconscious. Moonlight will just be like, quick, take her to the cave. Oh, God. What I do is uh, I know I need some rope, and I have some silk rope on me. I reach into my sleeve and pull out a handkerchief. But tied to it is another handkerchief. And another one. And another (laughs) one. And I keep pulling until I have enough handkerchief rope to tie her up. Is that why you got the silk rope? Yes. I yes. love it. <laughs> oh, that's fantastic. All right. Then Rowana's tying up. I'll pick her up on one shoulder, and then I'll pick Delamar. Well, no, first we're going to loot them. Oh, and I also make sure to gag her, because I know she's probably going to come back conscious here in a moment. We're out, of, we're out of combat, so I'm not too worried about the order in which you do this, Ed. Yeah, they stay unconscious for like 10 minutes or something like that. Oh, okay. Unless somebody wakes them up. So, yeah. yeah, we'll loot them, and then I'll pick one up on each shoulder, and I'll tromp away to the cave. Well, well I mean, we can't just drop out of... I mean, we don't know what Jeb's doing with eight oh, yeah, caves yet. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry. Jumping the gun. I'm done. I mean, that's up to the rest of my party to stop my rage. Wizard. I don't... I, Jeb, will you... Will you take a hit of this? It's all natural. I grow up myself, but I hope you calm down. It's all natural. 
Abe's was ordered to do this. It's not his fault. He, he's helpless. Yeah, he's right, man. Yeah, man. Just what we need is stoner bros. <laughs> hey, did I get your name? No. Did I get yours? I forgot what my name is. See, Jebby's harmless. I think it's v- Ven? No, that doesn't sound right. Your drugs make you forget names nowadays? Uh, That's how I forgot my name. Oh, my name's Aves. That's right. Man, what is this stuff? I don't know. I've been smoking it for years, man. Glaucoma medicine. <laughs> I mean, uh, is there honestly anything I can do to make Jeb calm down? Like, I don't want to do anything hostile to him. Like, I could glitter dust or color spray him, but, like, I don't want to fuck with Jeb in that way. I mean, he casts I mean, a spell at me, though. Oh, yeah, you were on your pro. I mean, you were pretty good. You succeeded. I knew you got a good reflex. <laughs> Actually, I thought sure. your reflex was shit. I was really surprised <laughs> you rolled that high. I mean, to be fair, if you want to know, the guy already told me everything I need to know, and I'm going back to the animals. He already told me I need to treat them all. Aves, you want you want to help us go feed your uh, old friends to Bargast? That sounds really brutal, man. <laughs> what? I mean, huh? I, it, how do you define brutal? Like, it's nature. Vargas needs to devour souls to move on to the ethereal plane, and he, he, souls. he told me I might be able to go, like, hang out with him sometime. That sounds expressly unnatural. Also, really brutal. I mean, it sounds really natural. Dude, you're, you're taking this the wrong way, like... What way is there to take it? It's a natural thing for him. I suppose you're right. You gotta see both sides, man. Okay. I guess I'll come and watch. Sweet. <laughs> anyway, we've got a bar guest to feed. Or are we gonna feed Aves to him? Or are we gonna keep Aves and see if he joins the circus? He's your baby, bro. I don't know. <laughs> Dude, I, I, I'm true neutral and I worship Nethus. I don't give a fuck. Then we feed! Like I'll be I'll be friendly with someone and then throw them to a bar guest. It's cool. I'll forget about it by tomorrow. I'm leaning towards chaotic evil. It's good. <laughs> I was gonna say we're we're making some really hard turns here tonight. I boys. feel like Jeb is yeah. Jeb's definitely taking a a turn. Hey, I've never done it. Let's try it. <laughs> what is your alignment, Jeb? Chaotic neutral. I'm a druid. Don't I have to stay neutral? No, druids can be evil. Yeah, of course druids can be. But evil. They could be evil. Neutral. We killed a whole bunch of them. I don't think there's any uh, alignment. Uh, there's like no alignment or restrictions other yeah, than like restrictions for the champions. I think you might be right, actually. Anyways, Delamar's got a rapier, a hand crossbow, ten bolts, and leather armor. Attack magic. Rapier's magic. I'm going to make a check on it when we have time. It won't be difficult. It's a plus one rapier. Ruana had 20 arrows, Kukri, a short bow, and a magical mask. 30s who on the mask? Persona mask. I mean, we're not spending 20 minutes. No, but I will eventually. No, we're just getting this out of the way. I will eventually, so why not? It's an alabaster bastard mask. Does not hinder vision or other sentences, and wearing the mask grants a plus one item bonus to performance checks while acting, orating, performing, comedy, or singing. That would be useful for me, but I simply cannot wear a mask against your nature. Just, I can't hide my clown makeup. It's my true face. Aves has four daggers, armor, and thieves tools. 
And they both have like magical stuff. Why don't you have magical stuff like that? Oh man, I'm really new to the whole circus gig. Do you perform? Yeah. What do you do? I blow smoke clouds and shit. You saw the dragon I made, right? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. That's kind of my thing. When you said you excrete poison naturally, what's that about? Oh, it's like a thing that I get from my ancestors. Kind of gave me the horns, too. He, like, touches the top of his horns gingerly, and then he lashes his little tail. He's got a tail as well. He goes, in the tail, I'm actually an elf. Well, like, half an elf. I mean, not like half elf, half tiefling, I guess. I don't really understand it, man. It's just a thing that happens when I want it to. Cool. Are we at the cave yet? Uh, I would say, if, yeah, if you guys are walking there, Peach Pie's got the two bodies slung over his shoulder. Jeb, you're treating the animals. Uh, I think I got to be there for the feast, but I'll, tr- I'll get the lady friend to help treat as well choices. You go to get Elysia? Yeah, but I do think I'm the one that made the deal. So I should probably do that, right? I don't need you guys being affected by my evil choices. <laughs> you can just be part of it. Moonlight, I'm assuming you're following the little death train here? Oh, yeah. Moonlight, Moonlight's going to feed these guys to the Vargas. This is called Sweet, Sweet Vengeance. <laughs> Alright, well, Beach you, pie, uh... Beach Pie, I'll use it and this is a good idea. Oh, I think it will be interesting, Bernard. It, it doesn't seem very heroic, though, feeding these people to an, an evil monster. Well, they deserve it, though. Well, I, I know I can't stop you, but I, I must protest. It's all right. You can cover your eyes, Bernard. Does the whiz overhear this conversation? I'm certain anybody would. Bernard... We're being a hero for the bar guests. We're helping him evolve past his current being. I suppose it's true. This is like the most heroic thing you could do for them. It will also get him off of our plane. Yeah, and that's good for the people on like this plane. I'm conflicted, but you do make good points. The best villains always do. <laughs> so, <laughs> so wait. You actually made friends with a bar guest? I wouldn't say friends. Yeah, man. Like, the circus you joined were, like, dicks to him. What? And, like, and like everybody here, pretty much. They were mean to me. I mean, Dusklight's got some pretty wicked, wicked, perfor- like, actors and performers, but I never saw a bar guest, man. They, they kept the bush in a cage. Did you like, see a goblin? Bushes should be out in nature, man. They should be in a cage. I'm sorry. This guy said he's new, so does he actually not recall the Vargas or the Goblin? Well, like, I know that I know that the Grinning Goblin like, left. Sometimes people just, like, leave the menagerie. It happens. Wait, you knew the Grinning Goblin? Yeah, man. I mean, he wasn't, like, a friend or anything. I just knew about him. We're walking inside the cave now? That was a good time. Moon will be like, what, what was his other name? Whose other name? The, the Grinning Goblin. I don't know, man. That was just his performance name. I never got to meet him, like, really. I believe it was Kalkak. <laughs> Kalkak, we brought you dinner. 
and uh, the little goblinoid form comes around the, one of the, the caves there and goes, oh, di- dinner? You brought me dinner? I'm starving. We brought hey. you th- three menagerie people. <laughs> three? We, we, they're in all states. One's definitely dead. One's just unconscious. And this one's still kicking. Wait, what? Dude, what's going on? Oh, fantastic! And he shifts into the bar cast and he just goes, I'm so hungry. And Aves just like starts like, whoa, hold on, dude. No, no, don't eat me, man. No, no, no. And he tries to goes to try to run away. Uh, try to be nice around like my manacles. Those are expensive. He, he turns to run out of the cave. Oh, well, I'm going to hit him with some magic fun. <laughs> You're quickly redeeming yourself. Wait, Wait we're we're letting him eat Aves? We don't yeah. want to. No, he's Aves. eating. He's gonna eat Aves. That's what we went for first. No, not Aves. Why not? Aves is your friend. Yeah. No. Well, <laughs> I don't think we probably would stop him. <laughs> like, where are you going with this, man? I thought Aves was going to be our friend. But we promised the Bargus menagerie people, and he's a menagerie. Like he, he's cool. I'm, like I'm, maybe I like two, but we have three. But that one didn't even try to hurt us. He hurt my pets. Yeah, it's all he was temporary, and you hit him with your axe. So I think it's almost even. I suggest we let Ave stay alive, but also. He can witness what is about to happen. Who stops him? I mean, Boyz said he was about to hit him with magic. It's a tight, it's a tight cave. He's wearing manacles. Literally, anybody could just grab oh, the chain. I'll just grab him. I'll drop the two bodies and and grab him. I don't even think you need to drop the bodies. Perhaps not. I'm just picturing you're like they're over your shoulder. You just like reach out and grab it. <laughs> yeah. And then, like holding on to him, I'll walk up to Kalkek and I'll drop the two bodies. And I do want to ask him. No, I I don't remember. Were they supposed to be still alive or not? I like them when they're still alive. Okay, well, you've got one still alive and one who's dead, and I think I'm going to take this one. Then I'll save the dead one for sustenance. All right, enjoy, Kolkek. As soon as he, like, turns over Ruana, she begins to come too. And oh, good. That's a bad time to wake up. When she comes to, her eyes go wide with absolute terror. And she just goes, Kalkek, we've been looking everywhere for you. Shut up, Ruana. And he just begins to messily devour Ruana. I pat Aves on the back and say, Isn't this beautiful, man? It's the most natural thing. Dude, this is the most disgusting thing I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> just, just hit this again. You won't remember in the morning. Fuck. Sorry about this, Aves, but really all of us have some very bad memories of the celestial menagerie. Hey, what's his face was the dick? What was that guy's name that we just fed or killed? Delamar, man. No Delamar? one likes Delamar. Yeah, he was he was a dick to me. I, I don't have bad memories like everybody else, though. Well, I guess I guess like Delamar, the Ruana kind of like Delamar, and he looks down at Ruana's like currently being <laughs> devoured corpse and just goes, "Not that it really matters anymore." 
Uh, guess they can be together. <laughs> well, I mean, doesn't the Barghest like devour Ruana's soul? Delamar's already dead, so he's on his way to the boneyard if he's not already there. Actually, they're not even close to being together. They're as far apart as they can get. You seem to know a lot about Barghest. Man, I read some really weird shit. You're not gonna let me go, are you? Why would you want to leave? Look, Aves, we're not going to hurt you. I know maybe you haven't gotten that impression, but we'll let you go. But also, if you'd like to join our circus, you could. I mean, man, I was kind of in the market, but... Hey, you should join us. Do I, like, even have a choice? Yes, you do. I mean, we all have choices. It's just, if you make the wrong one, the bar guest, you know. I mean, that sounds like a threat, see? That's kind of the thing. Just give me some more of that shit that Yeah, let's just smoking. fucking smoke this guy out to the point where he doesn't remember <laughs> you, the last... We're like, gonna make him forget this. Dude, <laughs> let's, I, take, I, let's take the... No, I say we make him, him forget everything. I, I can. I think I can handle that. Like, let's just reset this dude's brain. I got a strain that I've been working on. That I feel is punishment for hurting my animals, and of course, me chopping into his arm. Yeah, and I just keep pushing the pipe into his face. Yeah, that's <laughs> oh, can I have my manacles back? Yeah, let's take the manacles off of him. <laughs> yeah. Oh I man, I, I forgot I had them. these on. I kind of polish them off and then I shove them up my sleeve. <laughs> That's right, you've got those fucking bag of holding sleeves. <laughs> and I also have a bag of holding, just in case. Well, uh, I guess let's go see your circus then. Hell yeah. So, yeah, like, as we walk back, I will look at Peach Pie and be like, Peach Pie, can you, can you lift me up for a little bit? Sure, and I do. And I'm like, let's walk by Aves. And like, as you get closer to Aves, I like put my 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 branch around Aves' shoulder. Like, look now, we're we're really not that bad of people. We just really really hate the Celestial Menagerie. They've been very very bad people. So Man, I totally as long as you're idea. not Celestial Menagerie, we're gonna be best friends. Man, I sure as hell ain't Celestial Menagerie anymore. Whatever your name is, Moonlight. Yeah, Moonlight. Cool. I'll just make a diplomacy on that for 21. <laughs> I mean... I mean, he'll, he might feel, probably forget it all anyways, but... Yeah. You know, just to give him something to think about. Were we that supposed went... to actually have combat with them? Yeah. Okay. Were they supposed, supposed to, to go... to a bar guest? <laughs> Fuck no! <laughs> <laughs> And the whole party takes one giant step towards those evil alignments. But hey, is feeding evil people to an evil monster an evil thing to do? Uh, who is really even qualified to answer that kind of question anyway? Regardless of alignment, we will be continuing Extinction Curse next week. We want to thank you for joining us, and until then, may you have many great adventures of your own. It's your turn.